How's it going everyone and welcome to the new Fundamental YouTube series. In this series we'll be going over fundamental topics which are interlinked with the forex market and today I'll be covering the GDP as it's an important economic indicator which can heavily affect currency demand. So GDP, what does it stand for? Simply put, it stands for Gross Domestic Product. Essentially, it's an economic indicator which measures a country's economic health. The definitions can vary a little, but the most common one is that it's the monetary value of all finished goods and services produced within a country over a specified time period. Now, there are actually a few ways the GDP number can be calculated. The first one being the output or production method, the second one being the expenditure method, and the third one being the income method. So, in theory, they should all roughly give the same answer on how well the economy is doing. So, the expenditure method says GDP is equal to C plus I plus G plus NX. A little bit of algebra for you. If you've taken economics in school or university, then you'll probably know this equation. So, what on earth does it stand for? The expenditure method mentions, if we take a look at all the spending in the economy, you should get a feel of how well it's doing overall. More spending potentially meaning more growth in the country, and less spending meaning less growth. So, let's go over the components. C. What does it stand for? It stands for consumer spending. That's you, me, your mum, your dad, anyone spending in the economy. That's a consumer. I is business spending, also known as investments. So businesses spending money for business activities. Now, let's say for example, a car business needed to purchase new machinery, then this would class as business spending and investments. The next component is G, which stands for government spending. It's the spending done by the public sector on goods and services such as healthcare, education, defence and building new roads. And finally, there's NX, which is net exports. So this is the country's exports minus their imports, meaning it's the goods and services the country makes that are sent to other countries minus the goods and services that are bought from other countries. If you can get an idea of all this spending, then essentially you get an idea of what the GDP might be. Now, you might be wondering, how do they calculate the GDP? Well, the government conducts many surveys across the country to ask about things like spending, output, income, and so on, and that's how they come up with these final numbers. What do you do with the GDP number? Well, it can be used to define recessions. When GDP rates are good over periods of time, then it's generally good for the economy too, whereas if the GDP rates are bad and start to fall for two quarters consecutively, it's classed as a technical recession. So that's one use to identify technical recessions, and there's another. It's benchmarking how well the country is performing against another country. So, like any measurement tool, you can measure it in a few ways. There's total GDP in a currency of your choice. There's GDP capita, which is per person. 
and GDP growth rates. All of them are quoted in different contexts, so different measurements can give different results. If we take America, for example, it's ranked one in total GDP, whereas GDP per capita, Qatar is at the top because individuals there are more wealthy in comparison to individuals in America. Now, growth rates are another measure. China has had great GDP growth rates of six to eight percent per year, whereas in the UK you'd be struggling to hit two to three percent. So it really shows how different measurements can rank countries differently. Finally, how do we apply all this to forex? Well, if we know that GDP measures the total expenditure in the economy, we know that it's basically one measurement of currency demand. If one country has a growing GDP growth rate, then it's likely that the economy is expanding and growing. Whereas a country with a slowing GDP growth rate, then the economy is known as contracting. What tends to happen when an economy is growing is inflation starts to increase. This basically means prices in the country have increased, which decreases the purchasing parity of the currency, meaning inflationary conditions create a short bias for the currency. On the flip side, deflationary conditions create a long bias. This is because the currency can now buy more goods for the same amount of currency. The trick to success in the forex markets is the ability to predict future growth rates successfully, which enables us to have an insight into inflationary and deflationary conditions, which then gives us an idea to short or long the currency respectively. Now remember, GDP growth rate analysis is endogenous, meaning it only analyzes one economy. In forex, as currencies are quoted in pairs. You must apply this same analysis to another country, and then come to a conclusion on whether you want to buy one currency and simultaneously sell another, which is known as exogenous analysis. If you want to learn how to properly apply these theories to trading, you can sign up to the LogicFX Academy. The links in the bio. This provides the same systematic approach used by hedge fund managers and professional traders when trading financial markets successfully. And that is it for our video on GDP. I really hope you've enjoyed it and learned something new on fundamentals. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube and follow us on Instagram to keep up with any updates. See you guys later.